0: Rewind Football Fantasy. (laughs) Fantasy Football Rewind.
1: Welcome to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. We are here, hour number two of the Rewind, making sure it happens. And we're going to get back to Jake Seely's rankings in just a bit, but some more things to clean up around the National Football League. Chris Hogan has been limited in practice this week for the New England Patriots. Big game against the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday night. Uh, Hogan we got shaken up on a hit from Marcus May in the first half Sunday against the Jets. He still played 63 of 68 offensive snaps. And he's ready to go for Sunday night and getting it done. Marcus Mariota um, has been had troubles uh, the last couple weeks. But he's been practicing each day this week and practicing in full. He is ready and raring to go. And he is a guy that I think can take a part take apart the Browns defense this week and I think that's going to be sad it's going to be sad those Browns fans never gets easier for them right it just never ever ever gets easier but hey it's not your fault people just the way it is some things will never change just the way it is Hunter Henry has outsnapped Antonio Gates 175 in the last two games Henry has also had two of his best games of the season in the last two weeks turned 15 targets into 18 into eight catches for 132 yards and a touchdown I felt like I put out a lot of work in practice and games And last year, I knew it was coming. I knew I had to show up and continue to put at the work. Hunter Henry has emerged as the man in San Diego. Jarek McKinnon wasn't listed on the injury report with an angle injury. So he is ready to go, participating in practice fully. And don't worry about Jarek McKinnon, which is good news for fantasy owners because he's been giving you a two-week bump. Where you absolutely got better due to an injury. An unforeseen circumstance has elevated you to the top level of fantasy. That's some good stuff, right? Bordering on great stuff. I like it. I like it a lot. When you can get an opportunity to get a guy like Jerick McKinnon off the waiver wire that's why I used to think that 75% of your situation would be all about the draft but no you gotta hit you gotta hit a little off the waiver wire to absolutely get it done You gotta get it. What do you think about Chris Thompson? He says, I've warned my family about rowdy Eagles fans. Washington Redskin running back Chris Thompson once prayed in the end zone before a game in Philadelphia when fans shouted at him in mid prayer that God wasn't gonna help him that day. I was like, dang, alright, that's a little harsh, Chris Thompson says. Uh. He says that Philly's not a nice place. The Redskins' boss was once pelted with eggs with players laughing afterward about seeing little kids flip them off. And former Redskins running back Clinton Portis' mother once got into a fight during the game in Philadelphia, punching someone after an Eagles fan said tossed a bear into her section of fans. I heard that one stadium you keep your family from going to. Thompson says, my family will be there this week. And they were like, I want to come to the Philly game. And I said, absolutely not. You're going to have to wait till Dallas comes around. Because my stepdad, he's a big guy. And if he starts fighting, it'll be real bad out there. I was told right away, my rookie year, keep your family away. Phillies fans are some of the meanest I've ever experienced, Thompson told 980, so I'm excited about that as well. I mean, they're fans. That's their base. If they're like that, it's just what it is. Come on, you Philly people. Get nicer. Get nicer. Enjoy life. you listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. Come back with more wide receiver and tight end rankings from Jake Seeley.
2: wanna win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm gonna tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the fantasy draft sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about twenty-five dollars winners from other places. Go to dailyrodo.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. Dailyrodo.com. Tom Greg Sussman said you.
1: Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. In the first hour, we started breaking down the top wide receiver rankings, quoting Jake Seeley, and now we move on as we come to an epic climax of the wide receiver and tight end rankings you got to take it all in with Jake Sealy. Go to rotoexperts.com. Get the best in the business rankings each and every week rotoexperts.com.
3: Nine, like you mentioned the yards, 489. He's getting the targets, 53 targets and uh, 38 receptions. And for Jake, we were kind of back and forth on this and on target. If there's no digs, how is this going to affect Thielen? And he was fine in that game. 13 targets, 9 catches, and 97 yards.
4: Yep. If, and I, if Diggs is limited, which I expect him to be at least limited, if not worse than that, so like decoy to out, that's why I have Thielen where I do. I think he's an amazing play this week.
5: And if Diggs is coming back, that owner might be a little worried, oh, okay, he's not going to get as much work. The Thielen's not going to get as much work, it yep, might be awesome. willing to move him.
3: Yeah. Thielen's very underrated. Absolutely. Nobody yep. believed in the, the well, few no, games he had look, last season. There was
4: nobody that was talking about him when he came out of college. None of us. Like, I didn't talk about him. I barely saw a lot of him. There was, there was nobody that covered him coming out of college, and that's part of the reason. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, okay. Um, just a steal on draft day. He, he really has been. He's been an absolute steal. Okay, let's move over to tight ends. Again, these are half-point PPR rankings. If we don't get to a guy, and it's, it gets pretty bad here at the tight end <laughs> position, much like the quarterback <laughs> position. But for whatever reason, if we don't touch on someone that's on your roster or you're wanting to know about, uh, check out the rankings. Say check your prayers. the link. Uh, yes, yeah, say your prayers. Check the link. Say your prayers again, and keep saying them. Rotoexperts.com. Give Jake a follow and subscribe to our Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page. Ask all kinds of tight end questions you want. We'll be sure to get to them a little bit later on. Okay. There's some guys in here. In fact, I think there's one who may be 0% on, but let's go. Uh, 11 to 20. <laughs> what a surprise. Dude,
4: tight ends get ugly so fast that they're already ugly when we start this off. Well, Cameron Brait, I'm fine with Cameron Brait and Hunter Henry at the top. Austin Hooper is starting to come on, although I am concerned if Muhammad Sanu plays, what that's going to do to him if he goes right back to two targets per game. But Jared Cook, Zach Miller, George Kittle, Nicole Leary. Jack Doyle, Ed Dixon, and
6: Ben Watson.
3: There it is. Nick O'Leary. Actually, 1% owned in Yahoo. Now, in that game, I noticed, was watching it. There's a couple Bills fans here in the office, <laughs> Fantasy Sports Network. There's, a couple,
5: there's at least one Bills fan here at the desk as well. So. Oh, okay, cool.
3: Um, Well, you noticed then. I mean, Charles Clay left that game, and it was Tyrod Taylor who was throwing his way. He had six targets, five catches for 54 yards. I know we're kind of laughing here, but for Tyra Taylor to be a QB1, I know he's not going to do everything, Jake, just on the ground. He's going to throw the ball a little bit, Nick O'Leary might lead that team in targets
5: this week. They have to throw to somebody, and O'Leary's shown he can make some plays, and they're going to have to use him. As, as scary as it would be for a fantasy owner to have Nick O'Leary in your lineup, he <laughs> is a guy that you could play this week. That's how bad tight end is this year.
3: Hey Jake, you got him at 17. Yeah,
4: that's what you could do. And then afterwards, you can go to his Irish pub and get drunk and wasted
3: in your miseries. (laughs) say purse. Uh, More purse. Yeah, I mean, Jack Doyle's in here. Uh, He had a touchdown last week. He was involved a little bit more. If it wasn't for
4: the matchup, Jack Doyle would be higher. I don't know why people—look, he got hurt. Jacoby
3: Brissett likes him. Jacoby Brissett's been going to
4: him. As you just mentioned, he's got the touchdown. If it wasn't for the fact he was facing the Jaguars, I don't know why more people aren't on Jack Doyle for the people who need tight end help.
3: Yeah, and Cameron Brait, uh, I know, Jake, you were in this page, and I think you were as well. That's right. You had those side bets with some people in the office. A lot of people, O.J. Howard, O.J. Howard, O.J. Howard. Cameron Brait last year had eight, eight touchdowns, tied with Hunter Henry with the most, and so far he's just scoring touchdowns again. He just keeps scoring. He's the better receiver. O.J. Howard's the better blocker. Kind of simple. All right. Uh, good point on Austin Hooper. The targets, he, he had more targets than Julio Jones last week. Again, one of those guys who has more red zone targets. If but, that's not an epitome of the problem right there. Yeah, that is. <laughs> and That's certainly 100% the problem. But uh, as you mentioned, Snoo could come back, and he is practicing as of Wednesday. So it's looking like maybe he'll be on track to come, to come back. Hooper did have Death a touchdown. Bias. He had a touchdown against, uh, against the Pats in the Super Bowl, but he's just been... All of these guys in this range, like, is like, outside of Hunter Brayton Henry, Henry, is one guy I was gonna say, outside yeah. of Brayton Henry, everybody else is just you're just hoping,
5: yeah, for sure. I mean, and you're, and you're, George Kittle, yeah. 17 targets over the last two games, almost had another touchdown last week. Maybe he's a guy you could throw on your I played bench. I Kittle and, last week, and I was
3: with you, Jake. I was at the bar just praying and hoping that <laughs> something could happen. and... Hey, did you know, hey, did you know he it. went to the same college with third, Bethard. <laughs> hey, boys, they're boys. Man, Bethard looked okay in that game. I'm not I'm, I'm starting him anywhere, but
5: you know he looked no. all right. Not a terrible matchup this weekend no, no, against I know. the Cowboys. Yeah, that
3: yeah. might be the best he ever looks.
5: His <laughs> <laughs> stats is. too. I think he doesn't. He looks like an old man. Like, Hunter Henry, though, definitely a guy that if you can still buy low on him, I would because he's just going to continue to get more work. Gates has taken a backseat in that offense. It looks like, and yeah. they seem. Uh, from the reports that I read, it looks like they're they're even trying to you know get more work for him in practice to get him uh, end zone plays and and try to get him more work that way. So I think that that's that breakout is coming in the second half.
3: Yeah, he's he's amazing. He he's, he reminds me of Evan Ingram. He's just like not your typical tight end. He's got good hands. He's very explosive, athletic, and I'm not buying into that week one game where he had zero uh, work in the passing game against the Broncos. All right, top ten It gets a little bit better here.
4: It does. Rob Gronkowski, Zach Ertz, Travis Kelsey, Evan Ingram, Delaney Walker, Jordan Reed, Jimmy Graham, Austin Safarian Jenkins, Kyle Rudolph, and Jason
5: Witten.
3: All right. Another game from Austin Safarian Jenkins. More work, more targets, more catches, another touchdown. Uh, this should is somebody. Should have been
5: two touchdowns. Should have been two <laughs> touchdowns. You're
3: right. Uh, Jake, are you in agreement with that? It should have been another touchdown. He got robbed, man.
5: <laughs> hey, look.
4: This is where logic trumps the rule book. Logic, yes. The rule book, I actually understand it. They're like the letter of the law and for what it is, if the ball was out of control as he's going out of bounds and if the ball's fumbled out of the end zone at the touchback, blah 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 stupid whatever. This is where logic says, look, that was a catch.
3: Yeah, and for Austin Safarian Jenkins, since he's been playing four weeks and in those last four weeks he's second among tight ends and targets with twenty nine. He's tied with Evan Ingram. Ertz leads the way thirty five. So we, 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 touched on it plenty of times. It's, it's kind of, we're repeating ourselves here. Austin Safarian Jenkins is a tight end one.
5: Yeah. When you can find those tight ends, we talked about this, when you can find those tight ends who are the focal point of their passing game. And Safarian Jenkins has become that, uh, 11 targets last week alone. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Evan Ingram's another one of those guys. Uh, you know, those are excellent. Even if they're not in great offenses, those are, and normally if your tight end is the focal point of the offense, you're probably not in that great of an offense. Uh, but when you can find those guys, those are excellent, excellent plays for fantasy.
3: Yeah, like Evan Ingram, Jake, but uh, last week he was fine against the Broncos. He had the touchdown. We all liked Ingram. He's going to get more work. Clearly, he was getting the work anyways with all of those healthy wide receivers. Now they're not. This is a matchup against Seattle. It seems like it's tough, but the volume and opportunity is going to be there for him once
7: again.
4: Yep, because he's the number one receiver for this team. And yes, I do mean receiver, as in everybody else included, <laughs> unless Sterling Shepard's back. And I don't really expect Sterling Shepard to be back if they're the Giants. Don't bring him back against the Seahawks. You got the bye next week. Just let him sit out. Like if everything else is going wrong for this team this year, don't be stupid on top of it. But unless Sterling Shepard's out there, Evan Ingram's the number one option on this team.
3: And Shepard did practice today, limited of course, Macklin we didn't get to practicing today, and Parker uh, confirmed no practice today, and we already touched on Sanu. What do you do about Jordan Reed? Like We said last week he he was kind of high, and we just assumed he was going to be like I know he has the talent. He has all the talent, but
5: I think I would even play Austin Severian Jenkins over him at this point. Like I know he's going to get more targets than Jordan Reed. I moved him down to a low on tight end one. Even he's admitting that he's not 100%. They're getting Vernon Davis in there, and Vernon Davis is making plays, so why not? Why not keep using him? Um, yeah, very, very difficult. Obviously, we know when he is 100% one of the top three, top four tight ends in the league. But at the moment, you can't trust him at all.
1: Trust, again, trust is always a toughy word that I think fantasy analysts overuse. When you get to a tight end, right, they got guys like Jimmy Graham at 7. How do you, how do you trust Jimmy Graham? Jason Witten at 10. How do you trust Jason Witten? It's just not enough depth in that situation, that position. So I think it's overblown. It's very hard on Jordan Reed not to have him in. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincotta, and of course, we listen to great stuff from Jake Seeley. As always, if you guys want to subscribe, go to YouTube, FNTSY Sports Network, and we get that on YouTube, and you get everything you need. Come back with more Fantasy Football Rewind.
7: 844- Eight four T S Y. That's 84-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Your free fantasy source. Twenty four hours a day.
1: the fantasy football rewind that's right the fantasy football rewind is here every monday through friday 1 to 3 a.m eastern if you're a trucker and you're on the road late at night this is a place to be man it's a place to be so how you get excited right That's one of the things you got to do is get a little excitement going in your life. And we got you covered right here. And I'll tell you what. I'm fired up. Week seven. I got one team that's underachieving. But I feel like we're going to make it happen. I feel like we're going to overturn some things. I feel like my team's been good, but underachieving. And it all comes around because Mark Ingram's back in the saddle again. Here's my guys from the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Corey Barson, Matt Modeker, and Mike Blewett. Mike Blewett, of course. worked beside me a long time over the Series XM. Here are the guys talking a little fantasy football. Excuse me.
7: Studio 34 in Midtown, Manhattan fantasy executive at the All-In Kid, Jake the accuracy expert, Matt Medica, Mike Blewett hanging out with us today. So kind to join us for the full block of morning programming right here on FNTSY Radio. So, um, the homie Q asked us about Doug Baldwin. On the season in the PPR, Doug Baldwin is wide receiver 30 right now. Halfway through it. Julio Jones is wide receiver 29. Halfway through it. Here's the thing with Doug Baldwin. This is why I don't worry about Doug Baldwin. Jake, Doug Baldwin, the past two seasons, along with his homie Russell Wilson, and it seems like the rest of the Seattle Seahawks offense, they tend to get rolling in the second half of the season. Am I correct when I say that? It's
4: uh, it's, it's a little bit of a narrative, but it is true. They do play better in the second half, but it's not like all of a sudden there's like a switch where they were terrible in the first half. There's, Doug Baldwin was fine in the first half last year.
7: Hmm. are you worried about Doug Baldwin Jake no I'm not look
4: there's a lot it's the same thing as there's a lot of wide receivers that have been underperforming and a lot of players that have been underperforming to date I mean are we worried about Lashawn McCoy are we worried about his offense are we worried about certain players for certain different reasons absolutely but Doug Baldwin is still maybe he doesn't
7: finish as a wide receiver one this year but he's still a top 20 wide receiver I gotta think the same thing Matt I I I love the kid you know what I'm saying
8: (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm a Doug Baldwin guy. I'm not worried. And like I said, there's still half of a season left. Guys like Doug Baldwin I'm buying. I'm buying Brandon Cooks. If somebody wants to sell Julio, I'll jump right in.
0: What do you think, Mike, Mike Blewett? I've always been a Baldwin fan. I think that the, the way that he fits into the Seattle offense and the sheer volume in which they use him, I think Jake put it perfectly. If you had wide receiver one expectations – you may be backing off of that a little bit, but he's not going to fall outside of the wide receiver two range. So he falls a few slots down from your expectations, but he's still going to be legit, and he's got a lot to pick up here in the in the second half. Well, towards the second half of the season.
7: Let me ask you. Let me. I, I, I got an either or to throw out there. Now that sure. I'm looking at some now that I'm looking at some numbers, who would you rather have the rest of the way? Not Amari. It's <laughs> not about Amari Cooper. Amari
6: Cooper. Did, did Mike, did, wait a minute
7: did he come for me again
0: <laughs> no I'm all because oh, no, I I'm am in, too I ain't right. right, cool just right, wanted no, to no, make sure some whistles going <laughs> yeah. that's about that's about my own personal stuff I'm airing out some personal okay, baggage okay you
7: got some all right, all right cleaning out your closet yeah who would you rather have ROS blew Brandon Cooks or Adam Thielen
0: well this is like the Matt Modica question <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll go with a go with Cooks, despite the fact that Thielen has been targeted as heavily as he has. We were just talking about the fact that Cooks is seeing a fair number of targets. Um, I think I'm going to ride with Brady over the Keenum Bradford uh, platter there.
8: I'm going. I'm going to go the same route. It's it's close, but I, I'm going to go the same. Route. I I took Thielen over Hogan on Roto Experts, but I'm going Cooks. I think Cooks is a tremendous buy low right now. Well not. I don't think he's as bad as everybody's making him out to be. And as much as everybody loves Kevin Hogan, he's right there with him. And, you know, he doesn't have the touchdowns.
0: See? Systemic. It's Chris Hogan. Not
6: <laughs> damn, so. Damn, crack it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I would say that that's I, I would be fearful of Cooks uh, not having any touchdown targets with Hogan and Gronk in his way.
8: Yeah, but look, Cooks went out of bounds on the one this past week. In week two, he, he got tackled on the one. Uh, week one, there was three pass interference calls in the end zone. So it's not like he's not getting. It's not almost happening there, and he's got a couple. And he he gets the touchdowns every year. Still a half season left. I'm 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 not. This worried. should
7: be a good week for him. Coming from the NFC South, mm-hmm. playing against Atlanta Falcons, a team he's familiar with, comfortable with. I like him. I don't think it's terrible, Jake. In the PPR, he's averaging fourteen points a week though, and I think people expected that to be more in the eighteen to nineteen point per week range. Correct. Uh, there were so many names in there. I forgot. I don't even know who we're talking Talk about. To my Brandon Cooks, wide receiver for the New England Patriots.
4: Yeah, I think. Look, in a PPR, I actually think that's where his value took a hit. I look non PPR. He was a fringe wide receiver one for me. He fell back into that top end wide receiver two in PPR because he's never been a high volume. This is the same argument that we were having on this very show, and Matt brought it up several times. Is the fact that even when he was with the Saints, he wasn't the 140 target type of guy. It was the one teen. So. That was never the appeal of Brandon Cooks. So, in PPR wise, I actually don't think this is far off from what you people should expect. It is. I think it's the non-PPR and expecting more touchdowns and more big plays. He,
8: nobody, nobody does more, nobody does more with less than Brandon Cooks. And I think he, I think I saw something yesterday where he's on pace for like twelve hundred and
7: seventy-five yards. That's pretty good if he can do that. No kidding. And I was also sending you a message, Corey. So I forgot. I, I I missed out on part of that. And you know, what? so you know, you, no, no, no. And then I, I, and then I sent the. Ma- I, I, I'm all screwed I, up. At
8: least you didn't say that C.J. Bethany and George Kittle went to Iowa together.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Boy, <laughs> they went they went to school together. I didn't know. <laughs> Did you know
4: that Fitzpatrick went to Harvard? Yeah, how about
7: that? Ryan Fitzpatrick's a Harvard guy.
4: <laughs> hey, actually, wait, wait. Here's here's one thing that I don't know, and I may be stupid, or maybe this is just how detached I get from baseball at the end of the season. What the... What the hell is with the thumbs down emoji in the Yankees? I don't understand there what is, it is. It's, it's the guy.
8: Met Fan. They had a game at they had a makeup game Tampa. at Citi Field versus the uh, Rays. Yeah. yeah. And I forget who I think it was Todd Frazier hit a home run, yeah. and this guy that kind of looks like like a Santa Claus, yeah. uh, George R.R. Martin was sitting in That's the stands perfect. George and went R. R. Martin. like that.
0: Yeah, he he did it, a thumbs down, and yeah. that
8: became like a rallying cry it on it the became, home run. Yeah. And the Yankees uh, saw
0: it and they loved it because they thought it was so funny. So they've been doing that.
8: He kind of looked like somebody else okay. too, but I did not want to drop that name.
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you're talking about. <laughs> you know
8: you're I'm right. Talking he talking does look like that guy. I won't say that.
7: Um. They, I think I think they're gonna think have a bobblehead of the thumbs down guy coming up. That'd be
0: the,
2: great.
7: Yeah, the, uh, so that I'd just be pissed I didn't get money off that shirt. <laughs> Sussman was wearing. It. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no. Even yeah, Mr. Sussman was for the first couple of hours. Yeah, Mr. Sussman had on the the thumbs down T-shirt. I was shocked. I, I I'm just normally used to seeing Mr. Sussman, you know, like kind of corporate. Metrosexual, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> prep stall, you know what I'm saying? That's who that's who I view Mrs. Sussman as.
0: He's definitely got a sweater tied around his neck right now and with Italian loafers on. Um, yeah, it, I it, I know, know. Shorts, that, that. loafers, sweater
8: around the neck. I'm gonna white say he's shirt, wearing, shorts.
7: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. He's wearing
8: salmon shorts. Oh <laughs> yeah. <Well>,
7: salmon. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. white right. pink. <laughs> Unbelievable! We shout love Sussman. We no, love no, Mister Sussman's one having, of my favorites. We're, we're just having a lovely cities.
0: Roman holiday.
8: I, yes. I wish I was in uh, Rome right now. Yeah, that great. would be nice. It's a great place.
7: I should have went to Rome for my bye week. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
7: I wish I could leave the country. Period. What the hell? Yeah, I know that. There's, shout out! So shout out to Mister Sussman. He's he's uh he's getting it done now. Uh, Jake Q warned us to talk about the running back situation with the um, Green Bay Packers with timeout, with Tymo and uh, and Aaron Jones. You comfortable starting both of these gentlemen this week? if you need to. Not on the same team, but
4: yes, yeah, I would start not. both. I think I think we're going to see a lot more 50-50 going forward, and the fact is is this, this is why I was on Jamal Williams. Obviously, that didn't work out because the guy's opportunity and got hurt at the same time, so now Aaron Jones came in and impressed, so basically, Jamal Williams got tossed to the side, but everybody keeps talking about, oh, Ty Montgomery's only averaging 3.2 yards per carry. He's only doing this, and he's only doing that, and that was the whole reason I was on Jamal Williams is because he's the better short yards, better tough yards, better between the tackles, and I thought he was going to force his way into the lineup. Well, now Aaron Jones is doing that, and he's doing a better job of it. So I think we get 50-50 where Aaron Jones is going to see more of the tough yards. He's going to see some passing game work, but more of the passing game work is going to go to Ty Montgomery. More of the explosive plays are going to go for Ty Montgomery. So that's where I think both of them are going to now be in that low, mid-RB2 range, a little bit of a boost for Montgomery in PPR, and a little bit of a boost for Aaron
8: Jones in non-PPR. Who
7: would rather have rest of the season, Matt McDick? Before you say what you want to say, let me throw this out at you right quick. Who you rather have rest of the season, Ty Montgomery or Chris Thompson?
8: I'm still going to go with Ty Montgomery. I'll take Ty Montgomery over Aaron Jones, too. Look, Aaron Jones was phenomenal in that Cowboys game. Look at the Bears game and the Vikings game. I'm not saying, look, he got a touchdown versus the Bears and stuff, but it wasn't like he was putting up 4.8 to carry and stuff like that. I no, that's
4: right, too. And if you're going to bank on, like, let me ask you this, Matt, don't you think that, because I'm agreeing with you, I would take Ty Montgomery the fact that we could worry about a touchdown loss of potential for this team, that that helps Ty Montgomery because Aaron Jones is more touchdown-reliant.
8: Yeah, no, I'm going to agree with that. And look, I, I think Montgomery is the guy that still presents the better matchup or nightmare matchup, like we were talking about. That was kind of a narrative in the offseason, preseason, that if, if he could become a better pass blocker and yeah. stuff, get him out there. <laughs> I, I don't think... I am I, I want to judge Hundley with a full week's prep uh, he's been in the system. I think he's got some talent. Look, he's, he, it's still whatever is going to be his first career start. So, you know, he's going to have struggles. But Montgomery should have had that touchdown last week. I mean, he p- stumbled, fumbled, and dropped that ball. I think he's – he's it could be 50-50 going forward. I'm going to bet that Montgomery can hold him off
7: a bit. And have have the have the greater share of it. What do you think about this situation, uh, Mike Bludis? I'm not really involved in any of the players, but I can, I, I, obviously I can see why you have to be.
0: Yeah, I, I sort of uh, would mirror what Matt says. You know, I'll take Montgomery uh, for the long term.
7: All right, so there you go. Telephone lines open now. You want to.
1: You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and long term, that's what it's all about. I'll tell you what, we're a long term. We're in the second half of the season already, so you gotta relax, but you gotta compound. You gotta make your move. It's time to get at it. It's time to make your play. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Quick break. We'll be back with more after this.
7: 84 fntsy That's 844-843-6879. The Fancy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day.
1: The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name's Tony Zaccato. We are here absolutely uh, getting it done. And we're listening to Fantasy Football Frenzy. Uh, Special guest Mike Blewett in with Matt Modica, Fantasy Executive Corey Barson, and Jake Seeley. Let's get back to the men. See how they're doing. Who we doing. Week 7 NFL right here. Are you ready? You gotta be ready. If you're not ready, man, the world's gonna pass you by. Can't have the world passing people by. Yeah,
7: you almost got me before. What the hell is going on? Scott bringing stuff from his house in the (laughs) studio. Fantasy football frenzy 844 843 6879. Mike Blood hanging out with us today. Of course, Matt Medica, Wall Street Matt Medica, the all in kit. So abrupt with the music shutting off. I know it's Florio down there. Can when I hear up with that. Florio?
8: Florio ruined my f- Flex Cup uh, team. What did he do? He took uh, Elliot instead of Andrew Luck, and that uh, left Newt the next pick, and I took Andrew Luck. I didn't even realize I, I could have been putting Andrew Luck on the
7: IR every week. <laughs> the last made,
8: night hey, Jake, I. Go, I go, Jake, <laughs> how did I put this guy on IR? <laughs>
7: Man, Madiga's not used to. Yeah, I think it's is the
4: first time ever Matts have to do an IR. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jake and I are in another league where the competitive balance is just blown to hell because the waivers were all oh, messed yeah. up. That's,
5: <laughs> Guys are getting
0: picked up in the middle of the day on a Tuesday, to that league, like the third week. I'm done now. I'm done. Tapped out. A guy picked up an Adrian Peterson at like three o'clock in the afternoon on Tuesday last week when we all thought the waivers were running through Fab later that night, and it's just. There's a certain site that I will never be using again, and this is a big problem.
8: <laughs> you can trash him on the air. Don't worry about it. I, I, don't, I don't,
7: I don't, we might get uh, they, they <laughs> might <be laughs> I'm not just, 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 just in case.
8: Just in
0: case.
7: <laughs> all right, let me ask you all a question before um, we start to get these phones rocking and stuff like that. Shout, shout out to everybody uh, in uh, in Studio 34 US YouTube Live. Tariq Cohen, does he belong on rosters or on waiver wires? Waivers. Mm I, I, I say He's waivers. losing
4: snaps to Benny Cunningham. John Fox is John Fox, man. He's turned this into a complete time. It's the pass-catching timeshare of this situation. And I mean, what are you ever going to put Tariq Cohen in your lineup right now? Unless Cunningham gets hurt, you,
7: you can't. It was all good just a month ago, but I agree with I, I agree with Jake. I, I think, think he's right. Long on he's right, but I don't
8: think I'm cut. It, it, it has to depend on who I'm picking up. Okay. I, I would like to hold on. And look, last week, whatever points he got, that's like a mirage was he threw a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It was
0: like a mass release this week in my leagues of Tariq Cohen.
8: Really? He hit everybody? The everywhere. Flooded with yep.
7: Tariq Cohen. Little Tariq Cohen's
8: yep. flying I mean, around yeah, the waiver wire. <laughs> what, what I think is crazy in Chicago is Trubisky's got a touchdown, Cohen's got a touchdown, and the Punters got a touchdown.
7: It's a lot going on in Chicago. <laughs> uh, let's try this one. This guy right here. Eric Ebron. Waiver wire?
8: I cut him last night.
7: Waiver wire?
0: I've been out on Ebron. I picked the whole up Ed year, Dixon so. last night.
7: Yeah. Cut every, uh, every he was
8: wire last week.
7: <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and I talked trash about it. I talked trash about Ed Dixon last week too and I picked him up in the league the other night, so I wasn't like super was satisfied. He's getting outplayed,
4: an, look, look, not even just outplayed. He's getting outreceived. Well, I
7: just made that a thing by Darren Fells. <laughs> That's crazy. That's all you need to know.
8: Darren Fells has three touchdowns in the last two games,
7: and he and and, and Eric <laughs> Ebron don't even have three catches. Did I did I, did I hear what he said? Something on it might be a, that it might be a mental thing. But Ebron yeah, he lost no, he, 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 he said, lost, said it he said lost it. the confidence, right? Yeah, yeah. he said it.
0: That's wow. not. Uh... That's, That's not, not what good. You when hear. Yeah, not
7: not, not 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 when the player you says put it. Out there. Like if I'm speculating, I think he lost confidence. Then okay, fine. But if I if, if I come in here tomorrow and be like Mike Blue, I've lost confidence, you probably be like, cool, take a day off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Realistically, well, it's... see, at
7: least your job loses your
4: uses your brain more. How about you lose confidence in your hands? Ain't gonna fix it. Even if you get your confidence back, your hands still don't work.
0: <laughs> I mean, Jake Jake and I have talked about it before on this show, where on a week to week basis. If a guy like that isn't performing on a week-to-week basis, there's too many other tight ends out yep. there that could end up in the in the tight end one conversation for you to keep rostering a second tight end like Eric Ebron. Just cut him Just get somebody else Dixon. Later.
7: Yeah, Including Yeah, I, I Dixon.
8: mean, I sure people. He's being outplayed by a backup tight end in, 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 for
7: the Redskins. <laughs> I mean, what it was, was crazy? Davis. Yeah, Vernon Davis too. You're right.
8: Austin Hooper in and, and, you know really competitive leagues that are playing was 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 out there yesterday. Yeah? Like, how the hell are you holding
7: on to Eric Ebron? Sorry about that. If you drafted Eric Ebron off the strength of the fantasy executive, I apologize. But what I, but listen, you can cut him. <laughs> so that's, hey, don't worry about it. Don't come for me. All right, let's open up the <laughs> phone lines and let's go to Dalton in Pittsburgh. Dalton, I'm sorry, don't come for me. Thank you. Dalton is in Pittsburgh. Dalton, what's up? <laughs> just put. Just... <laughs> I gotta get the I I gotta get I gotta get the T. shirt anyway. so, made uh, that don't come for me T-shirt. I got made. a flex
6: question. Full point PPR. Uh, Adam Thielen or Doug Martin?
7: Oh, I, Thielen or Martin in a full point PPR? What do you think, Mike? Blew
0: Adam Thielen for me.
7: Yep.
8: Atcha, Thielen.
7: Sweep it, Jake. No, it's going
4: to depend on what you need. When you got something that's that close, if you just need the safe points, I'm taking the running back every single time, even to PPR, because it's the guaranteed touches. I love the matchup. You know this. I have Adam Thielen as a wide receiver one this week. But at the same time, we've had plenty of wide receiver ones. All of a sudden, I only get three catches. It's the guaranteed touches. So if you just need points, it's Martin. If you don't have a problem going for the pure upside, then, I have it. yes, I will sweep it and go with the feeling.
8: Can somebody explain why Charles Sims has become a thing since Doug Martin came back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, oh,
7: speaking of, Jacquez Rogers, waiver wire, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I have him in a really deeply.
7: It was as soon as Doug Martin came back. What were you waiting for, Corey? I just thought I was – I I figured it would be more of a timeshare type thing. You feel what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, no, nah, oh, no, nah, you would be able to play both of them still.
0: Quiz had a shot at the nah. job. Yep. He didn't earn it.
7: Yeah, and the thing about it is we had the nickname, the Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz, <laughs> Spitting Speeds, but now that's over with. You can send that nickname to the Wave of There's also. a lot of
0: a lot of bad players out there with nicknames.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Justin is in Pittsburgh. Back-to-back calls from Pittsburgh. We're popular in Pittsburgh this morning. What's Premier-ty going on, brothers. Justin?
6: What's going on, fellas? What's good? Hey, look, I got a, uh, I got a, couple, a couple things if you guys uh, will answer me a couple things. First off, nope. I'm going to start with this trade offer <laughs> that I got. Um, I was offered Doug Baldwin for my Marshawn, Lynch, and Will Fuller.
8: I want Doug Baldwin. I mean, depending upon if, I mean, if we're going to go deeper.
6: I, I don't I have, have a need. For, yeah. uh, uh, it's a 12-team PPR. It was an auction-style draft. I made a trade earlier in the season, so, I mean, i got a pretty good team. Uh, my other running backs are McCoy and Bell. Okay, yeah,
8: I'm, I'm fine doing that. I, I want to have Doug Bolden.
6: I'll take Baldwin. Yeah,
8: I don't.
7: I don't see what the beef is right here. And you give it up Will Fuller, who they, you know the, the home run to
6: fly ball ratio is off, as, as Matt <laughs> Medica likes to say.
7: What else you got, Justin?
6: Uh, and uh, I will have to ride Lynch for this week, just because the trade won't go through until next week. Uh, why so why, the why
7: is that? Have the commission to put that trade you know through. That's BS. Have the commission to put that right. trade through. Because let me tell you something. You um, don't want to play Marshawn Lynch this week.
6: No, I know that. And the the other question there was Marshawn Lynch or Deshaun Jackson.
7: I'll go d I think you got to sit Lynch. <sighs> All right.
8: It's a full right. point. And I'm, point. I'm probably going like, to pro- go Lynch, because if they do get inside that
7: five. Right. That's true too. Oh man, that's the Bills a tough pass call defense right has been too good. I, I just don't like Fitzmagic Magic or Jameis this week. What would you do in that situation, Jake? Lynch or or Djax? You gonna go with the, the the guarantee touches of Lynch, which that guarantee might be twelve? Or you gonna go with uh D um in uh in Buffalo versus versus uh, the Bills secondary?
4: know. Uh, unfortunately i'm going with lynch unless you yeah. look if your team can handle the boomer bust of deshaun jackson i would much rather do that but unfortunately it's just it's a tough one
0: what do you think blew it it's clean, sweep. I'll, clean sweep i'll take it. lynch just uh hoping for that touchdown obviously if you missed the uh you missed the home run pass to deshaun jackson you got to live with but it because you're going to go miss back those. to what
4: you said cory there's no reason that league should be like that where if you already made the trade that it can't happen
7: yeah, yeah, nah, exactly. If, if the trade is made, the commissioner should be able to put that thing right through. That that you gotta yes, get before on Thursdays.
8: It's Before Thursdays,
7: before Thursday, yeah, they exactly. It's, do it. it's, it's not like the week started already. That's Something people kind of like want that.
8: to be able to be allowed to
0: veto, veto us uh, Yeah, twenty-four hour window That's the veto,
7: jo- Oh my God! Yeah. Don't get me started on vetoes. I, I know it's not a thing. See, here's the thing: with, with, with trade vetoes, if I'm in a league with trade vetoes, I'll veto every trade that comes through, <laughs> just just because. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't play with them. Yeah, that, that's why I'm. That, I, I'll do reason, it. I'll play with them. I'll do it just because you shouldn't play with it. You feel what I'm saying? That's what That's you're why I'm vetoing the veto. I'm vetoing vetoing exactly. it exactly. So I'm like, if you're gonna allow me to do this, then I'm going to do it. <laughs> It's yeah. just, that's the way it is.
0: Uh, it, it totally upset a league that I, uh, that I was in a couple of years ago. Yeah. People people vetoed a trade that they didn't like just based on how it was going to affect them in the standings. Exactly. Blew up the league that year.
7: 844 843 Let's go down to Sunshine State and grab Kenny in Jacksonville. Kenny, what's up? Uh, what's going on, fellas? What's good uh, with you, uh, Kenny? So I have a, a, a trade question. Right now I'm being offered – Mark Ingram and Adam Thielen for Leonard Fournette. Ooh. Um, I, I mean, look,
8: I love Fournette, but I think I've got to do that.
7: Yeah. You, you, so you would go with it?
8: If I'm getting Ingram and Thielen for Fournette, who had some ankle problems, I I, I mean, look, yeah. you're getting two guys. You're getting... It's just a PPR... I don't care if it's PPR or standard. And What's the yeah, reason it, behind it's it's a dude making PPR. this trade? I guess well, they really... really uh,
7: that, 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 that's why I called in to ask about it. I'm like, well, I feel like Ingram could be could be just as good as, as Fournette from here on out. Mm. Um, You're right. Or certainly close. And then I would get feeling in my flex over like a John Brown or I've been stashing Moncrief, but
2: I'm about to cut him because of the news yesterday from Luck.
8: Yeah, this is... I, Sometimes, I mean, you know, life, it- <laughs> you get... Offers that are too good to be trained. Yeah, training, I just you know.
7: hit accept ASAP. I don't, I, like, like, I'm don't like. i trying to figure out what's the, what, Mike, I couldn't tell you. What What would be the reason for somebody making this trade?
8: I don't know what the
0: guy's depth is on, on the wide receiver side, on that other team, but he's given up a lot to get Fournette. The guy's all yeah. in on Fournette. Probably thinks it to help him win a championship.
7: Yeah, Kenny, make that happen ASAP. Go hit accept right now.
1: Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Rewind. I'll tell you what, you guys can't, these guys missed out. I know exactly what. The guy said he was a caller from Jacksonville. It's Leonard Fournette. He is Jacksonville. That's why the guy wants to trade. He wants to watch his man. he's a Jaguars fan. That happens in leagues. It happens all the time. Way more than you think. Stay tuned for the finish of Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincada, and do you ever sit back, take a break from fantasy football, and think about when you were a youngster? Like you'd be satisfied on the merry-go-round. That's right, the merry-go-round. It's a fake horsey, and it just keeps going around in a circle. And it's got bad, bad ice cream truck music on the merry-go-round. And that would excite you. Then you get older. And the merry-go-round doesn't do it for you anymore. Like, you end up, instead of the merry-go-round, you transition into Googling porn. That seems like a huge leap from one thing to the next. And do you ever ask yourself, how did I get away from the love of the merry ground to Googling BBWs in heat? Life's crazy. The journey we're all on. There is no rules. There are no books. There are no instructions. And these are just some of the things to think about when you're playing fantasy
6: football.
1: Tony Ciccata this was fantasy football rewind we'll see you Friday night we're back Friday nights now
2: 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern
1: we out of here good luck go get them I'm all for it